Have you ever been on the phone for an hour with customer service and once you finally get to talk to a human to resolve your issue, they only say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And it's true. They can't. They don't have the power or the authority to resolve your problem. It's frustrating to both the employee and the customer. So what impact does a leader have on the customer experience? Well, a lot. In this episode, we look at seven of the most valuable capabilities leaders can utilize to influence customer satisfaction. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corn, and joining me today is renowned psychometrician, author, speaker, and my father, Joe Folkman. Hi, Bri. I'm going to start off with a really hard question. <laughs> oh shucks! I was hoping for the easy questions, the uh, you know softballs. So yeah, no. well, go for it. Okay. Are you a loyal customer? When you find your favorite thing, do you stay, or are you a fair weather fan? You're just going to go where the wind blows. You know, I've thought about this, and it depends on how much I've invested. Now, I would say with airlines and hotels, I would say that I am a very loyal customer. Occasionally, I do have problems, but when I do, their employees make a real effort to make everything right. Recently, though, I was at my favorite restaurant with my wife and some friends. The food was not very good, and, and I'm guessing it's going to take a while for me to go back there. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's some people you don't cheat on. <laughs> well, I think what people should remember is that customers... We're not stupid when it comes to these interactions with employees that are not empowered to do anything. Like we, we see the difference when we interact with an employee who can solve problems and, and those who are treated like they can't do anything and they're just reading a script. You really do feel that in your customer experience. And that's what people are talking about a lot. And I think that satisfying a customer now is a lot harder than it used to be. Competition is fierce everywhere. And people, let's be honest, customers are not very nice all the time. <laughs> and the influence of online reviews can be quite terrifying. Well, that's really true. I, I watch how some customers treat the employees, and I, 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 I'm sure mm -hmm. glad I'm not the employee. But yeah, customer expectations go up every year. Uh, the challenge of getting and satisfying customers, that's a primary focus for many organizations. It's certainly something that's important to us. Mm -hmm. uh, how many times do managers tell employees to make the customer the center of all they do, that the customer is the most important thing, and yet to be committed to the customer experience is very different. Mm -hmm. But how do they make this sink in? Typically, those in sales and customer service functions are primarily responsible for keeping the customer satisfied and engaged. But often, manager skills and approaches are reflected in the employee's day-to-day -day interactions. Yes. So, you know, we wanted to really look at this influence that the leaders have on these interactions and to look at what skills and actions the managers were apparent that really impacted customer satisfaction. Luckily, you had some great data. I did. I, 
I looked at my archives and uh, I we had gotten some, well, 81 large corporate customers. And these customers connected to managers where we had 360 degree assessments on all of the managers. Now, we merged the customer satisfaction data with the 360 assessment of the managers. Now, we found that the most satisfied customers were matched up with sales managers who uh, were significantly more effective. In fact, when we looked at the data, what we found was that if you were a low-rated manager, you were in the bottom 10%, the customer satisfaction rating for those managers was the 42nd percentile. But if you were in the top 10%, these customers were at the 73rd percentile. So significant difference between the customer satisfaction levels of those who were associated with ineffective leaders and those who are associated with the most effective leaders. By taking the customer satisfaction ratings and divided them into two groups, those who were below average and those above average, those customers, we were able to look at the top 20 behaviors that differentiated between the most satisfied and the least satisfied customers. We then clustered these capabilities and did a factor analysis. And what stood out were seven factors that really separated the below average from the above average leaders. Basically, here they are, the seven behaviors that make it so that leaders can have more influence on the customer experience and making that great. The first, inspire and motivate. And I really started thinking about that. If, if managers want employees to care about their customers, they need to help them understand how their job provides meaning and purpose to the organization. That is what inspiring and motivating, that's like the core of it, right? I want to give a great example that I heard the other day from one of our former ZF colleagues on LinkedIn. She shared this experience that she had. She had her groceries delivered from Kroger. She had like started a new delivery service with them. And the woman who came over to deliver her groceries you know, usually, and I've had these experiences in the past, they just kind of pass them over and you don't really talk to each other and you move on with your lives. But she said she noticed her flowers and that there's something that she could do to help them. And she asked about her, her life and she, they just had a pleasant conversation. And then at the end, she noticed in her bag that the woman had given her a handwritten note and attached a Tootsie Pop to, to the note. And she's like, the little like schoolgirl in me was like, oh my gosh, this was such a positive experience. And she shared it on LinkedIn. And it was so popular that people from that Kroger and the management um, noticed this call out of this positive experience. And so the manager then contacted this friend of ours to come in and give an award to this employee who went above and beyond in this interaction. It's called the Every Customer, Every Time Certificate of Recognition. And she was able to give that with her. And they shared that on LinkedIn as well. And so I just love that, one, the manager noticed this review 
and went above and beyond to make sure that this employee was recognized for the good work that she was doing for the great customer experience. And that is how that leader, you know, further inspired that employee to continue these interactions and making them so positive for customers. I'm thinking we ought to include a Tootsie Pop with every feedback report. (laughs) What have we been doing? (laughs) Uh, It is interesting that this is the number one. And, you know, the difference is, is that this bringing this energy and excitement is part of what makes it a positive customer experience. And that's inspires and motivates. The next capability managers can focus on to improve the customer experience is collaboration or cooperation. What customers want is an organization where people work well together and they cooperate. Organizations with internal conflicts and disagreements often frustrate customers and they create difficulties for for customers. A well-functioning team where people coordinate and cooperate with each other and interact positively makes a big difference in the quality of products and services delivered. Absolutely. So the third thing, which is kind of unique that stood out, is quickly delivering results. And it totally makes sense. I mean, while customers want to be inspired, they also want things fast, right? Speed. Speed is an important thing in our society today. And most of us as customers have examples of delayed delivery and the frustration problems that that creates. And leaders who manage their teams to deliver the right results at the right time will generate high customer satisfaction. And I I want to recognize Amazon I have to say that they have made online shopping and returns especially very easy. There are some companies I refuse to shop with because the process to return something is so painful. So I think customers really recognize those leaders and teams who've thought through this quick and easy customer experience and delivering results. I always think it's interesting that once we sell a project, in my mind, I've laid out a a kind of a how quickly it can go. And, 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 and I, and mm-hmm. I think about, you know, doing it pretty quickly, <laughs> but often the, the customer comes back and, you know, so when do you want to start? And they say yesterday, right. <laughs> they, they, <Yeah. laughs> they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you really want this quickly. I, I think speed is so important when we get something fast. It's amazing. The difference that makes. Next yeah. one is a clear vision and direction. Now, leaders with clear vision and strategy are always better at delivering a high-quality product on time. Leaders who do this well keep their teams focused on the critical priorities and avoid getting caught up in low-priority issues. Now, we have great customers, and they trust us and value the work that we do. And occasionally, they'll come to Jack and they'll say, Jack... Can you help our organization with an organizational diagnosis of this? Or can you create a new training program on this topic? And I'm always excited to hear Jack say, we don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because in the past, when we have done that, our experience has been that it took longer than expected. The product wasn't that great. And it really was something that didn't help us. 
organizations need to stick to their knitting. And that's this, you know, (laughs) this idea that don't get excited by these shiny objects that lay out in front of you and it pushes you in one direction and another. The next one that came out, and it's not a surprise here, is honesty and integrity. Now, customers know quickly if they're dealing with a salesperson who will carefully honor their commitments or someone who will promise you one thing and fail to deliver. Sales personnel take their cues on honesty and integrity from their managers. And customers want an honest person who will give them accurate information, not somebody who will say anything to get a deal. Leaders who set an example and demand honesty create a culture where everyone is motivated to do the right thing. Yeah. And the very last one, and one that I think is super important for the customer experience and something that you do see, like you said, passed down from the leader taking cues from their manager is takes initiative. Leaders who are excited to take on challenging goals and delivery deadlines are valued by customers. And leaders who settle for the easy sale that works but isn't a perfect fit leave a lot of customer satisfaction on the table. Customers want someone willing to go the extra mile and do more than expected. I mean, I'm working, sadly, on this big outdoor project I took on. I probably shouldn't have. But I've been to Home Depot probably around 15 times in the past two weeks to get to continually get supplies for my project that keeps growing. But I am so amazed and grateful for the service I've received every time I've walked in that store because I am clueless. I do not know what I'm doing <laughs> or where anything is. And anytime I ask anyone, they stop what they're doing. They walk me to the place. They talk to me about what I need. And I really noticed and valued the initiative taken to go above and beyond to help me. This is their mission statement, to provide the highest level of service. Right there, I love that Home Depot vision is about customer service. And you see that, like, it is carried out just from my experience. So... I love that the company has emphasized that and their people follow it just based on my personal experience and hopefully yours too. So taking the initiative really does help create some loyal customers. So what is absolutely true for any company that values and prioritizes the customer experience is that to be successful requires coordinated action at every level. Harvard Management Update described how this happens. For example, leaders need to communicate the importance of customers. Managers need to show employees how their actions affect the customer for good or for ill. Employees need to know they can and should take proactive steps to address customer issues. And processes need to be in place to reward customer-focused behavior, and communication channels need to be open and clear so that valuable customer intelligence is disseminated to all those with the power to act on it. It takes a lot of cogs on every level to make a great customer experience. Leaders who utilize these behaviors to first inspire and then uh, collaborate, to communicate the vision and direction, and take initiative to really create a positive customer experience, we'll see a difference in customer loyalty and employee satisfaction. In today's crowded markets with compelling products, it is often difficult for a product to stand out. However, 
having a good product delivered with excellent leadership support will make a good product remarkable. Next week on April 26th, Joe and I are actually holding a live webinar about this topic of external and customer-focused leaders. We have a lot of really valuable research. Joe has also built a self-assessment that you will take before the webinar to measure how you are doing in this important leadership competency. We're going to discuss the five strength builders that empower leaders to meet customer demands and evade disruption. It's going to be a powerful discussion and learning experience for you to preview for free. I have a link in the episode notes, so be sure to register now and save your seat. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com. <laughs>